0: Hello, football fans. Welcome back to another edition of Inside the Thunderdome. We're going to recap Thunder Spring Camp this week and just talk about what it was like to be out there this past weekend, this past Mother's Day weekend, looking at the, the future of the team and what needs to happen between now and the season. We're going to hear from backup quarterback Zenon Robko, head coach Scott McCauley and one of the new Thunder staff members in Dan Stark. It's going to be a fantastic show. So without further ado, let's go inside the Thunderdome. Here it comes, it comes. Right, so this past weekend was Thunder Spring Camp, and it was a good experience to be out there and just look at the new talent coming into this team. And tell me, and let me tell you something there's a lot, there's a lot of good young talent that the coaches brought in to help this team be even better than they were last season, which is you know going to be very tough considering the undefeated season last year. But it's a good crop of new talent pushing you know some of the veterans for their jobs, making them better, and it's just going to be a good thing all around. It was a little bit rainy, but that didn't def- that didn't deter any of the f- players from being out there and trying their hardest and giving everything they had to camp. It's the first real a- football action for the Thunder all year, and it was super exciting to just get back on the field and see what is going on with the team. I caught up with Zenon Robko, who last year served as the backup quarterback. There's a good crop of quarterbacks this year, including including all-star Carter Shuchak, who obviously is looking to be the starter again this season. But Zenon talks about just what it was like to have, you know, a good crop of rookie quarterbacks coming up and challenging a little bit, you know, to be better and, and work on their skills. So without further ado, here is Zenon Orobko. All right, Z, Spring Camps in the books. What, how are you feeling after the first
1: couple of days? We looked really good. Uh, we came in a little banged up in some positions, but we found a lot of young guys that look awesome. And everyone's in their playbook and is flying around. We also really got uh, benefited by the weather quite a bit too. We thought it was going to rain all weekend and it, it held off. And it was a beautiful day, especially today at our scrimmage, which was pretty nice to see.
0: And obviously there's a, a couple good young quarterbacks coming into the mix now. How, is, how does that change your approach to the season? Obviously coming out as the number two last year you know what it really doesn't like we
1: all support each other in the QB room uh, no matter what and all four of us like can play everyone's good from from you know Carter's kind of the vet but everybody else is is able to play and we saw that here today everyone made some really nice really nice throws and so it really doesn't change much right we're trying to compete every day to play but uh the ultimate goal is for the team to win so that's kind of the number one thing on our mind
0: and obviously you got some uh important playing time last season what do you I guess are you looking forward to bringing in this year and what are you hoping to see from yourself Uh,
1: Yeah, for sure. I just plan to get better every week. And that's what uh, last year, those kind of those reps in game didn't really expect it. But they kind of helped quite a bit in that sense for me, just getting getting game experience and getting my feet wet. And uh, yeah, I feel like that'll that'll benefit a lot. But like we said before, we have have four QBs and every single one can play. And so uh, I think now the goal is just who can who can produce the best and uh, put a team on the field that can win.
0: So do you think having young guys coming in like that, you know, that boosts you a little bit to try to do
1: better this season? hundred percent it helps everybody it helps everyone too because you know carter's got one year left uh, and so we're trying to figure out like you know all this year to help like you know push him to be as as good as he can be and he's been awesome uh but then also for the years to come right uh i only got one year left uh nick and carter both have three extra so that's really nice and it's it's always good to have young blood in that can push everyone to be better every day and and challenge to start too
0: and how does how does the offense improve over the last year? Obviously nine and zero throughout the season, pretty dominant offense. How how does it improve the season? You know, we really didn't lose too much. Like uh, Long retired,
1: uh, he's been pretty beat up, and that was sad to see him go. But it's it was time for him and Matt Hadjewich too, as uh, he aged out. But we really didn't lose much other than that. We got some really good running backs, and uh, you know got o-line we're really deep there too really invested at in tackles and the receivers are only getting better right soko ford and, and woodley and miller and we're just so so deep at every position and i really don't think
0: we're gonna miss a beat all right that was thunder backup quarterback zenon Orobko. as you can see he's pretty pumped to have you know good young quarterbacks behind him ready to learn and ready to push him even in his skills and push Carter Shuchuk a little bit further in their game so that they can be the best quarterbacks they can be and you know the best quarterbacks will be on the field for the team that's going to be a storyline this season is just how much the quarterbacks have improved and which I don't know how you can improve on what was last season it was a fantastic season from the quarterbacks but it'll be interesting to see what happens there obviously the spring camp there's a lot of decisions that needs to be made after including who makes the team who doesn't who's on the bubble and who's not the main man making those decisions is head coach scott mccauley i caught up with him after the scrimmage and he was pretty pumped with all the new talent coming in as well but now he knows he's got his work cut out for him so without further ado here is scott mccauley all right coach another spring camp in the books how do, how do you think the team looks
2: Yeah, uh, no we're actually really really excited you know like i think we look strong at the quarterback position and the running back spot, you know, like we lost some guys here like last minute before spring camp, but there's definitely uh, some young guys that uh, really stepped up and showcased like th- their abilities. You know, Jack Snowball from Campbell is one of the guys that really kind of... Uh I think had a great camp, and also the guy from Wayburn as well. Uh, I think it's Austin Newper or whatever. Like he had a great camp as well. Like he really shined today, and came came out. So we're we're happy about that. But just overall, just I think every position's looking good. Um, there's a lot of young cats out here that are pushing the vets, and uh, you know I was happy with what we were able to install and like how we were able to uh, you know run our plays.
0: And obviously, coming off a very successful season last year, you know only graduating eight players in total. What, how does the dynamic this season change
2: well yeah it comes a little bit tricky like that covid year everybody again, that extra season and stuff really kind of um, makes it difficult as you bring in a new young class but you know like we have to be cyclical. we have to bring in you know t- around that twenty twenty five uh dudes in, the, in their first year and stuff because like we have to forecast for the future you know as we move forward and we are going to have a big graduating class this year so you know it's it's it changes the, the dynamic Also, we're more of a veteran group um but i think you know we have a really good veteran group that are going to be able to help uh speed up the young guys and bring them to to the level that they need to be
0: and how good does it feel as a coach to have a good group of young kids come in and push the starters or the veterans for their starting spot?
2: it's always it's it's uh it's interesting it's either uh Two ways to look at it. One, it's fantastic. You know, we did great job recruiting, and we got some great athletes coming in. And then it also, if that happens to you, you're like ah, to be, we, we, we got to do a better job coaching these other guys up. You know, but uh, I know like uh, we spent a lot of time, you know, evaluating tape and stuff. And I think we brought in the right kids, and I think we got some great athletes. And you know, like you think of amateur football in Saskatchewan, like you know, th- these guys have done a great job coaching kids up and, and keeping them active.
0: And how tough is it for you, I guess, the next few weeks of trying to cut down the team to, to what you want it to look like?
2: Yeah, we, we want to be we want to be quick and we want to be decisive. Uh, it's going to be tricky. You know, like we're, we're at about 120 right now and we got to get down to 90, 85, 90. Um, So we get some tough decisions, but we're going to have to make them quick and live with them and go from there.
0: All right. Thanks, coach, for coming on the show. Always appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be a tough few weeks for the coaching staff trying to narrow down that team for even main camp and then narrow it down even further from there. Obviously, there's a lot of guys already signed, which we're going to highlight in our next episode on June 1st cjfl signing day but in the meantime the next few weeks will be full of tough decisions for the coaches and i know mccauley said that you know it's it's not only necessarily the guys that perform best at spring camp but the guys that perform best throughout the rest of the season as well so one thing that people attending this year's spring camp may have noticed is that there's a new equipment manager on the field with the thunder we caught up with him this past offseason his name is dan stark This man has a lot of experience when it comes to being an equipment manager. He even worked with some pros, some college teams, and now with the Thunder. So super cool to have him out there, and he did a fantastic job this weekend, especially during the rain, keeping everything dry, making sure they got dry balls into the into the scrimmage, and making sure just everything was up to standards and up to par for spring camp. So without further ado, here is new Thunder equipment manager, Dan Stark. Right. We're joined by the new equipment manager for the Regina Thunder, Dan Stark. Thanks for joining me today, Dan. I do appreciate it. No problem. Great to be so, here. Obviously, you're new to the Thunder. What uh, You've had a quite a, a career of equipment managing. You actually started with the Thunder, went to the Rams, went to the Riders, went back to the Rams, and now you're back with the Thunder. What made you want to come back to the Regina Thunder?
3: Um, I guess... When I left the Rams over 10 years ago now, I never had a chance to be a fan and just to watch games and, you know, complain about everything like the fans regularly do. And was always basically in the fire, um, knowing what was going on with teams. And I I just kind of wanted to take a step back from that. And, you know, I I started a family. I got married. Needed to find some actual work. And um, Scott called me out of the blue a few weeks ago and said, Hey, you know, I've known Scott for 30 plus years now, I think, somewhere around there. And, and he said, uh, do you want to get back in? And I had a meeting with him and uh, had to talk it over with my wife and kids. And it's where we are now. The family was most important i mean it's it's a massive time commitment and i had to run it through my daughters and my wife to see if they were on board with me doing it again and and i've all like i've never won a ring and that's kind of you know I, I i would really love to win a championship that's that's a big thing for me um you know i i started in football in 96 and I've never won a rank. So that's, that's a big, it's always a big thing is to try and win a championship.
0: You know, you know. obviously the Thunder are, are in a good spot to be doing that coming off the best record in the PFC, an undefeated record in the PFC last year. Um, so I, I guess what, obviously you've worked professional teams, you've worked with collegiate teams. What are you bringing to the table as the new equipment manager of a junior team?
3: I've kind of taken everything from everyone that I've, Worked with in the past, um, a lot of organization, a lot of standards that I set, and that may not be for everyone. It takes a while, you know. It's like building a relationship. You've got to figure players out, coaches what they need, and how to deliver it to them. Just different, different things. Every equipment manager does things differently, and I'm just bringing what I know to the table. It's it's just different with every guy on how they approach things so and and my standards are you know like cfl standards or like college standards or anything like that it's it's i i just want to bring a first class professionalism to the locker room to the coaching staff to the to the practice field and the game field and you know the coaches or pardon me the players and the coaches are are, the most important, whatever that player needs, if I can provide something to him or give him something that's going to take the edge, then, then I'm going to do that.
0: So, yeah. Sure. So I guess with the Thunder being a 100% volunteer based organization, what would drive someone like you who wants to be involved in football? You kind of mentioned it earlier, but someone who wants to be involved in football, but necessarily doesn't want to make a career out of it, doesn't need to get paid for it. Why should they come to the Thunder?
3: First of all, it's a lot different than it used to be with the Thunder. And I've noticed that already just by phone conversations and, and organization and how Scott McCauley has just changed everything um, about it. The reason why players should come to the Thunder from my aspect of things is I just bring a lot of knowledge about, you know, the the – situations that I've had in the past uh, with players and how I can help them be a better player, uh, how the organization can help them be a better player. Uh, junior football was my starting point. Uh, at, well, it was, it was kind of my first go at it by myself. And it was a springboard to CIS and it was a springboard to hire things with the Rough Riders. And I think it's a really good starting point for some of these players that can't make their mind up whether to go junior, or college. It's a good between high school and college if you're not quite sure what to do.
0: But for someone like yourself, not even a player, I guess like a, vol- like a volunteer, um, a, a community member, why should they, um, I guess, be a part of the Thunder?
3: First of all, the history in the Thunder there's a lot of been a lot of good players that have come through the Thunder program. Um, I was lucky to have Chris Getzlaff in one of my locker rooms, actually two of my locker rooms with the Thunder and the Rams, John Mackey, uh, Steve Wilson. I, I just think that it's, it's a really good place to start your career, your, your after high school career. And it's the volunteerism on it is, you know, like I have my own career. And the reason why that I, I decided to do this again was I wanted to get back involved. And I've always been somebody that gives back to the community. And I never had the opportunity to work in that old clubhouse. When I started with the Rams, basically the the Rams are the transition. It was the transition year that they moved to the university So I never had the opportunity to have a team in that building. And that was kind of the things that I, that I always wondered what it would be like to have a team in that environment and to work out at Mount Pleasant on that field. Um, I always heard stories about the Rams going up Mount Pleasant and Frank talking to the team up on the Hill and never got that opportunity. So that's, kind of something that i that i that i wanted to explore again uh there's just a mystique about being out there and many championship teams have gone through that locker room and and i'm hoping that i can be a part of something that's championship level again
0: absolutely yeah i I agree with you the thunderdome is it's a special place it's uh yeah you kind of get this like yeah it's a whole different world out there so i i I get exactly what you're saying i do appreciate your time today dan Yeah, Uh, and you know, best of luck this season. uh, Coming back into the game, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you around at the Thunderdome, and everyone will be seeing you around on the field. And and yeah, I can't wait to do this again, so Ben. Thanks, Josh. All right, thanks for joining me today, Dan. I do appreciate it, and welcome to the team. We cannot be more excited to have you on the squad. Obviously, it's no easy task being equipment manager for a junior football team, and you've already handled it so well. So keep up the good work. Yeah, so with that being said, that's this week's episode, everything you need to know from Spring Camp. Be sure to tune in June 1st for our CJFL Signing Day Special. We're going to talk to every single Regina Thunder prospect that signed with the team on June 1st. It's going to be a fantastic show. A lot of good players coming up to the team and a lot of good guys all around, just Looking to build the character of this team And as the spring camp motto goes It's always character over talent A lot of good guys coming in Cannot be more excited for what these guys Are going to do on the field and off the field In Regina So yeah, that's this week's episode I appreciate all the listens guys And we'll be back in a few weeks